Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that now? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch, nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Where the nickel's eyes hell and the damage can win. We roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. They're scared of my music. Hi. Hi, boy. Sorry I was late today. To hi. I was late. Hi. I gotta get it out. I was hi. To toy. Hello there. Arth Hiller. Why don't you go ahead and bring some underprivileged children around to the hoy and hoy, and I'll give them copies of Toe Jam and Arrow. Hoy. Do you have any copies of Ratchet and Clank? I've got several copies of Ratchet and Hoy. <laughs> I've ordered 13 Lido's pizzas, and nobody wants any of them. No, you can't have a free soda. Hoy. Hoy. Look at all these here spiderweb tattoos I have, Arthur. <laughs> I just wish you'd peel off that athletic supporter and let me see them sweet green haunches. Hoy. Hoy. Oh, boy. I got stuck in it earlier today. When you get when you, when you start hauling, Thor, you got to get out of it. Like, you got to fucking just let it work its way out of the system. That's the problem. Haircut's cold. And, uh, never mind. I just saw the top. God damn, man. You need a weekly haircut. What's going on with you? Where's Wesley the Barber? When's he coming back? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks, yep. What is going on? Why isn't he coming back next week? He's on vacation on the 20th. Oh, for the love of fuck. Two weeks. Oh, boy, that stinks. That stinks on ice. Uh, apologies, I was a little uh, late to haul. I was uh, quite a morning. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Chad Duke Show. It is the Friday episode. Many of you will not hear this. My, the weird thing is my subscribers don't listen to this. They don't listen to the free show, and then the, the people that listen to the free show don't subscribe. Like It's, it's this weird kind of like uh, West Side Story standoff deal that we have here with the Sharks and the Jets. But anyway, uh, appreciate anybody who's consuming this in any way, shape, or form. If you would like additional content, we do a daily show over on ChadDukeShow.com. It is uh, fiscally quite responsible. Uh, cancel your Disney Plus and sign up for us. That's what I say. Cancel Disney Plus this week, actually. Oh, God. Uh, quite a morning. Um, last night, for those of you that don't uh, subscribe, we did a, uh, a bonus episode for our subscribers, as we do. I feel safe in saying I, I, it's not, you know, when you sign up, it isn't in the language, as they say. It's not part of the subscription, but uh, we have a policy around here, Tor and I, and uh, even when Jimmy Jester is around, we want you to drown in our shit. We want you to feel like there's too much content, slightly below mediocre content. So if you're nice enough to slap the credit card down on the bulkhead for a subscription, we never want you to look and say, wow, you know, I'm not really getting a lot of bang for my buck. So every single fucking week, we basically do at least one. I think this past week, we actually hit them with two episodes. 
because we also put the live episode that we did up on Saturday out of Flying Ace Farm, right? Yeah, that's right. I, it's been such a week, I, I almost forgot about that. It's a throbbing-ass week. Oh, and by the way, the Hooting Colossus joins me, the Great Falls Sasquatch, the Bahi Mahi Mangler. They call him the Clam Fan. Uh, Gigantor is here. Hello, Tor. Uh, hey, what's up, Dukes? You got a nice gift today. I saw on the Instagram. We were talking about that. Yeah. A couple of few. Um <laughs> Well, I was late. I never, I, I'm never late. Uh, I like, I hate people that are late. It's, you know, I, it's avoidable. It's 100% in your control. And I actually got up early enough today to not be late. But uh, what happened last night is we did a bonus episode and uh, had a few beers. And then uh, we hung around till uh, watching the first half of Thursday night football, uh, which ended up being, it, it certainly wasn't as close as the final score would indicate we can talk about that. Uh, what is it? That, can you look up the name of the 13 year old that is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles? Because he looks just like the 13 year old that's the head coach of the San Diego Chargers, but he's just not good at coaching football. Yeah, the Eagles coach is Nick Sirianni. He sucks uh, and blows simultaneously. We can get to that. Um, so last night I went home and uh, my wife and I got into a bit of a, a tiff because. Um, forgot what it was oh she hung up on me she she i hate it when people hang up on me i just can't stand it so we weren't in the best of terms so i knew i had to go home and we had to talk that out which we did but um i got home and she was upstairs and i uh, went downstairs and i turned on the football game and i had forgotten that we'd forgotten that um i had bought previously in the week a uh, what i like to do and i think tori you like this too is i always walk up and down the uh the beer aisle just looking for new shit you yeah. know I forgot to bring in the, the natural frights. I bought the Halloween Natty Lights. We still have to drink those. I bought those. And then I also bought, um, I think they're called Vizzies. Is that what the, the seltzers called? Yeah, that's correct. They're not the best seltzers, but they, they're one of those. They do the gimmick. Uh, they got the gimmick where they put the uh, on the outside of the box. These are alcoholic seltzers, by the way, for those of you that aren't heavy drinkers like, uh, like I am. The alcoholic seltzer uh, section of the grocery store. Is it fair to say towards at least approaching the same size as craft beer or any other, you know, subsect? I still think domestic beer is larger, but alcoholic seltzers have encroached on the space in the grocery store the same way that energy drinks have encroached on the soda space in a convenience store. I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, you still have your 30 racks of, of Bud Heavy Bush. and Coors Light and Bush, uh, but there's more seltzers than there's ever been in, in any grocery store uh, out there. I, 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 when I was uh, going to Safeway, more seltzers than ever. And then uh, now that I'm a uh, Harris Teeter guy. I'm a Harris Teeter guy. Uh, tons no, of seltzers. No free plugs, but Harris Teeter is a vastly better grocery store experience than any of the other local establishments we have around here. You know what's curious is that I actually searched it, and uh, Harris Teeter had three branches in Nashville, all three closed. Hmm. Very weird. And then the, an inferior grocery store is going in there. I think it's like Food Lion or some shit. Oh. I, I have no idea. Usually Nashville gets a lot of stuff right. They uh, they did not get that right. Um, but I digress. So I uh, I saw the the Vizzies, and they, every seltzer company now does a variety packs, right? Like they do all these different varieties. You know, we talked about the Bud Light seltzers, and we tried the sweater, the, what is it, the autumn flannel pack that we had in here is absolutely fucking revolting. We were talking this week on the show about how their, uh, their Christmas uh, variety pack looks even worse. They have an eggnog seltzer coming out, which I just can't even fucking imagine. But um, that's neither here nor there. Vizzy is, has the gimmick where they do the 
antioxidants injected, extra vitamin C, where they try to convince you that it's healthy, that you're an alcoholic. And I, I like that bit because I am an alcoholic and I like feeling better about myself when I'm drinking 12 of these things because I've never opened a pack of seltzers and just said, I'll have three. It, the, the 12 pack goes down because they're generally low alcohol. They're very light. Uh, the cans are like tall and lean. They just... You can just sit there and fucking crush them. That's why if I want to not drink all of them, I have to go put them up in the fridge so I have to physically get up and go grab them. Right. I digress. They had a variety pack of watermelon seltzers. So it was four different watermelon-flavored seltzers tours. So there was a mango watermelon, a blueberry watermelon. Um, the one that I was really excited about, there was a kiwi watermelon. Um, and then there was... Ironically, no, just watermelon. Uh, they were, I think those were the three flavors. When I tell you each one was worse than the next, yeah. they, it was fucking absolutely revolting. I, the mango watermelon visley might have taken over for one of those god-awful seltzers that fucking Orgy Beer brought up here that one time where we were daring each other to drink them because they were so goddamn hideous. I, I was... First of all, mango seltzers are always bad. Like that 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 is the flavor they have not figured out a way to not make it taste fake. Like every single mango pineapple is the same way I found with seltzers. It always tastes like a fake flavor. Um and I, I don't like them, but the mango it was fucking hideous. But my wife went to bed and uh I flipped over to HBO Max. I was like, oh, I'll just watch a you know, little bit of a movie before I go to bed too. And uh they have The Departed. Oh. And it's, I haven't seen The Departed unedited in maybe six or seven years. Cause whenever it's on TV, of course it's edited. And then whenever you can get it on demand, it's like courtesy of AMC. And it's the edited version. And I forgot how spectacular the unedited version of The Departed is and how they, they would never have the guts to make that movie today, even though I think it's only about 15, what was it, 2006? I think it's about 15 years old now. Uh, just spectacular. And I, at the time, I remember thinking Leo looked older. I remember watching. I was like, oh, he looks older than he ever has. And when you go back and watch it now, he just has a baby face. And it's just, it's crazy to go back and see all the different people that just fucking like, but Mark Wahlberg is probably the best actor in that movie. Alec Baldwin is probably the best actor in that movie. And then fucking... You know, uh, Mr. French is just a spectacular character. It's just, what a fucking fabulous movie. Um, I'm, I'm really breaking a lot of ground here. These are some edgy takes. I'm spitting at people on the free episode. <laughs> the Departed's good. I believe it won Best Picture. Um, but I had these fucking horrible seltzers, and I was all fired up. I'm all fired up now because The Departed's on, and it's kicking ass. And that movie's like two and a half hours long. Yeah. So I just start fucking goon-handing these <laughs> seltzers. I fucking... <laughs> crushing these things tour and uh i got to about the part where um uh, captain queenan gets called to uh meet uh leo up on the roof and the fucking you know delahunt and all those guys are showing up and uh -huh. he gives him the wrong address so he's about to get tossed off the roof and i look down and it's fucking 250 oh, a.m and then i go oh shit well let me just have one more seltzer and then i reach into the 12 pack and they're gone and I said, oh, mother fuck. Like, this is not the way the night was supposed to go. I wanted to get up. I wanted to come knock this out and go get a pump in and then fucking, you know, I wanted to have a productive day. I'm trying to do this stuff in my basement to get my, to get the YouTube show ready. And I just, I was like, you're going to be a bag of assholes tomorrow, you motherfucker. And it's, I called my shot. 10 o'clock, my wife comes in and fucking shakes me. She's like, I'm going to work. I'm like, what? What? She's like, it's 10 o'clock. And I was like, what? No, it isn't. 
And I looked down, I've got like eight missed calls. And I, I, our buddy John was coming to my house because my solstice, I wanted to drive the solstice in today. And the fucking battery was dead because I haven't started it since fucking June because I'm fucking stupid and lazy and fat. Yeah. So he's got one of those boxes that you could jump a battery by itself. And so he's like, hey, man, I'm here. Where the fuck are you? I'm like, oh, I'm so horrible. I'm so worthless. So I come running downstairs, get the, the solstice uh, started. Thank God she took the dog to the fucking daycare today because I was just a bag of shit. So then I go in. And I'm like, I don't have anything for breakfast. And I look in the fucking fridge and my wife let, the night before had made a bunch of tacos. So I ate three tacos for mm. breakfast. I, just fucking stupid. And then, of course, I, I was running around, so I didn't have morning diarrhea. So then I'm like, oh, I got to get ready to go. So I start having diarrhea and I can't get off the toilet. I fucking can't. Every time I think I'm, I'm done, that I'm going to fucking, you know, taper it off. And I'm like, you know, I'll just plug this up and I'll, I'll leave the rest for tour when I get to work. Sure. I couldn't get off like another volley would happen. I was sat on the toilet for 45 minutes this morning because I fucking had one of those Joe Hangry's spicy chicken sandwiches last night while we were up here. I drank like four beers when I was here, probably five beers. And then I went home and I drank 12 fucking seltzers then ate two tacos. So my stomach is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I have a stomach where if I have anything more than like six or seven almonds and a glass of mineral water, I'm going to have diarrhea. And so it's just like, all right, motherfucker, you want to do this to us? Now we're going to do this to you. And I just sat there and I'm looking at my phone and it clicks over. I know exactly how much time I need with traffic to get here to the studio. And I see it click past that number. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be late for work because I can't stop shitting. Um, and that's uh, that's why I was late. I told you that story to tell you this one. But that's why I came walking in here today. I don't know why I was stuck in hellbilly mode. Um you ever get like a song stuck in your head and you try to trace it back to wherever it entered your brain? I'll do that in the car when you're just drifting off in your own thoughts and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? And then you're like, oh, I saw a street sign that said Magnolia. And yeah. now I'm thinking about flowers. Of the country. Some, some stupid shit like that. It'd be know? nice if you would focus on the road, though, for as often as you drive around with no insurance. I, I think no, I just was I told very recently you acquired insurance after I don't think you had it the entire time I've known you. I remember you were driving around your grandfather's car and you're like, well, he has insurance. I'm like, that's not the way it works. I'm like, you have to be on the insurance if it's going to apply to you, and I don't think you are. Uh, so I'm glad you have insurance now, but please, let's focus on the road. Yeah. The other day, <laughs> I was singing that god-awful Adele song, the Hello from the Other Side, and I could not figure out why. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that song all the way through, uh -huh. because the second I hear her bemoaning screeching fucking overly emotional banshee voice i fucking stab my finger through the radio switcher as quickly as possible i'm, I'm no fan of adele uh, and what i i traced it all I, it was in, it was in my head for three weeks yeah do you know where i'm going with this i i, I know exactly where you're going where with did it. i get it from the sunday night football the promo. fucking sunday yeah. night football promo <laughs> I could. I, I had to trace it back to the headwaters. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Tom Brady going back to play in fucking New England." Because how many times did they run that promo that week? Oh, every every day, every hour. Oh god! Like they, there was an NFL Sunday where they ran that promo seven thousand times, and that stupid fucking song, which I have never, by the way, I've never heard anything more than that opening salvo, earwormed its way into my fucking head. And I would, I would wake up from sleep fucking singing that fucking song. And I'm just like, I got to get it out. So I had to find like an equally as annoying song and, and burrow that one into my head. That's the only way it works. Um, oh, you know what eventually got it out of my head? What? The, the Angel song. I was writing new I was writing new verses to the Angel song. So I go, Dude, mira yo, ojale gue. My wife is working while I sleep all day. Like I was doing that. <laughs> okay. And then the one I came up with, um, uh, Dude, mira yo. 
Ohale Gwei, the dudes on the broadcast are always saying hi. That's where it came from. <laughs> okay. That's how I got the fucking hellbilly stuck in my fucking head is that I was singing the Angel song to get the Adele song out of my fucking head. And I ended it with hoi. So then the hoi has got stuck. No one's going to understand what I'm talking about. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm hungover as fuck is basically <laughs> what happened. But I did drive the, the Solstice in today, which I was very excited about. Uh, oh, nice. Had the top down, chrome spinning. I uh, I pulled a real dickhead move. Like if there, It's a good thing everybody in Fairfax is a beta male because um, there was a guy that was there, – there's a turn that you have to make in Fairfax. Tor probably knows about it, where there's two lanes turning left, one lane going straight. And it's basically there because they don't want people cutting through the city of Fairfax to get to 495 on the other side. Yeah. And if you're really – if you're a fucking gangster about it, you could pull up in the uh, turn lane, and then if the motherfucker's asleep when the, when the, uh, the light turns green – uh, you can just pull right in front of him, and it's a dick move. And I've seen other people do it, but I do it on the Steve regular. Like I fucking crush this shit. And um, this guy was looking at his phone, and he's in a Rav Four, and I'm like, oh, "You're mine, motherfucker." Oh, you locked, locked in, locked in. <laughs> but I forgot I'm in the Solstice, like Google Pontiac Solstice. This is the least masculine. I mean, a Miata perhaps is a little less masculine, but I'm not proud. I just I love it. I love Pontiacs, and I, I it was my car when we were doing radio in Phoenix. So I just, I yoink right in front of him and he's pissed, but I, I forget, oh my God, the top's down. Like yeah. if he just, he didn't have to fight me. Like he could just roll up next to me and spit on me if he wants to. Right. But he was such a pussy fucking, I just, I was like, oh, thank God I'm in Fairfax. If I was in Manassas, I'd be getting dragged out of this thing and beaten to death right now. Uh, so I zipped right into the parking lot and uh, there's cobwebs all over the inside of it. Cause I haven't driven it since fucking May. Boy, I haven't driven it since May, man. Uh, so it's going to be all day, dude. My wife is going to be so mad. When we used to do the broadcast, I would walk in, I'd go to her, I'd go, hold. She's like, I'm not doing that with you. You do that with those guys. I'm not doing it with you. I think you said, I'm not Barty. <laughs> oh, you were there when she said that? Or I, just, I just remember the stories. I'm like, not a fellow. You would pick up the phone. Hold. You would be talking to, you said, I, she'd hear you on the phone with a fellow, and all you would say for the first one was, hold. <laughs> and it would just, she, she'd be like, you're not saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we and the fellow used to call each other for the broadcast, it would go like this. I'd go, haw. And he'd go, haw. And then I'd say, haw, ma. And then he'd say, haw. <laughs> and that went for 20 minutes. And then we would go into the fucking impersonation. But, haw, sailor. And he would even Sean Coke. Like, we would have to do the impressions. Hey, hey, listen. My guy over here deserves to be heard. Like, that would be 10 minutes. And then it'd be like, all right, man, yeah, what time you get there tonight? Seven. Okay, I'll see you there. And that would be the end of the fucking phone call. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Those were fun days. Oh, little did I know I would be fired for shtick. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, I drove the Pontiac in. It's a nice day out. That's all I was going to say. Although there is no autumn. There, the Autumn, it's over. Like, I've given up on autumn because we're not going to have enough time, Tor. It's not like in late November we're going to have these cool, crisp 55 degree. It's going to go straight into fucking winter like it always does here in Northern Virginia. We have officially been skipped over by autumn at this point. It's really unfortunate. Uh, I don't know. I don't like the cold weather very much. I don't. I like the crisp weather because it has. I have a lot of fond memories with it. Right. Uh, it I, when we were planning the event back in July, this sure. previous event, I'm like, I'm, October 9th. I might need like a jacket. I might. I brought a sweatshirt with me just because the whole time I was thinking I better bring a sweatshirt with me. It was absolutely unneeded. It was a beautiful day, but it was like fucking eight seventy eight degrees outside. Yeah. yeah, I mean there was. I don't like it, dude. I don't, I don't. It's hot still, and I don't know. I I don't like. Nobody likes bitterly cold mornings. Like you get up and it's fucking eleven degrees. You're you're not you're not happy. 
but I would rather it be cold than really hot. Like I'm way more uncomfortable when it's really hot because I can't breathe and I get fucking sweaty and it's just it's gross. Like, cold is like uncomfortable, but it's not gross. Um, and I feel like I can bundle up appropriately. Like I'll drive the top down until you know they, they start sleeting and shit in fucking January and February. That's that's the time the solstice goes away. Uh. But it was a bummer that I'm driving in and I didn't bring a hat. I'm like I'll be fine. And this fucking sun is so goddamn hot with the top that I was looking up like, oh, my God, it's fucking mid. We're midway through October. What is going on here? Uh, did you watch the game last night? I did. Yeah. Uh, stupid ass Sirianni going for that two point conversion. He stinks, by the way. Fucked my cover. Dude, he stinks. I, I, my, yeah. All I have on my timeline is Philly fans wondering, why don't we run the ball well, for, uh, for the first three quarters and then. Fourth quarter, we're just going to march it down the field effectively with Miles Sanders. I haven't watched a lot of tape-to-tape Eagles games this year. I do own Miles Sanders in fantasy, so I've I've seen – I mean, he was a second-round projected pick. I think I took him in the end of the second round. Yeah. No, third round. I got him at the top of the third. Um, he When I tell you he's been an abomination, like he gets three carries a game. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and they don't – they never line up in like in an eye formation or a pro set and hand him the football. Anytime he gets a handoff, it's a draw, it's misdirection, it's fucking, it's a screen, and it's very rare. And I actually feel for the Eagles fans because he's got to be better than most of their wide receivers. Like he's got to be more talented than a. I mean, they just have fucking Jimmys and Joes out there yeah. playing wide out for them for the most part. The kid from, uh, what is it, Alabama? That Devontae they Smith. He's good, but yeah. I mean, they don't throw him the ball enough. Um, and all they do is run the ball with Jalen Hurts. And then they start running the football last night in the fourth quarter after the game is over. I mean, they made a nice run of it for the last five minutes. They scored a couple touchdowns or whatever, but the game was over. And then when Tom Brady needed to ice the fucking game, they went right down the field. Nice game. And by the way, the only reason why they were in the game is because there was two gigantic pass interference calls, like huge 45 yard, 51 yard pass interference calls. The Eagles were completely outclassed last night in their own building. But fucking, so the the stadium is erupting. By the way, credit the Eagles fans. You people stay there when your team is getting your ass kicked. The Redskins fans cannot be bothered if their team is winning, losing, or what have you. Credit to you guys. Uh, There was a lot of Eagles fans left in that building, even though after that bloodletting, they were down like three scores in the fourth quarter. But they start handing the ball off. Again, in this cutesy fucking pistol, let's do a draw way. And, and, And Miles Sanders is just carving up the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. And you hear like a roar of applause. Because I guess it's such a rare goddamn thing that they run the football with that guy in Philadelphia. Um, and, and trust me, I'm not at the dirt, dirt, dirt run the football. Like I used to hate when those guys called my fucking show. It's like, it's a new game. I get it. It's predicated on the pass. I like the idea of setting up the run with the pass. Like I think, hey, we get ahead, we get a lead, we run the football. But they don't do any of that. They just line up and fucking shotgun. And then Jalen Hurts runs around like a fucking madman. Um, I don't know what to think of that kid, by the way, either. The, the fact that he's like... First of all, he's a touchdown vulture. Um, I don't think a lot of his runs are planned when he does it. And then the fact that he's like posing in the end zone, like flexing. I'm like, dude, you're down two fucking scores. Like, what are you, what are you doing here? Like, the only reason you're in this game is because of these PI calls. Um, I, I didn't think he was very good at the end of last year. I don't, I don't know how much of it is him and how much of it is just this atrocious childish video game like play calling that I saw yesterday. It's such a jumbled scheme. It it feels like nothing clicks with them. It, nothing. It, it feels like it's literally play to play changes instead of uh actually having a game plan and and being able to execute it. Say, okay, this is the guy we want to target. We're going to target him whereas uh for the most part, it just feels like okay, this happened on the last play. Right. We're going to do 
something a little different on this next play. There's no, it doesn't feel like there's an actual scheme, which is infuriating to watch because when it, when there's an actual scheme going, uh, like for instance, if I'm watching Atlanta in the first quarter, I know what they're going to do. Right. They're going to run inside zone. They're going to run heavy play action, and they're going to try to take the top off at least once a drive. That's at least a scheme that they're going with. I can appreciate an, that. an identity. Yes, Philly doesn't have one. It no. feels like okay, Jalen. Here are the wide receivers. They're all going to run slants, and then you're going to have the option to hand it off to Miles Sanders or keep it yourself. But they're, that, never, but they're also going to throw at least 10 wide receiver screens a game. Right. I mean, at least. Every single series they throw one. I didn't see one go for more than about four yards. Uh, maybe you're thinking of that as an extension of the rushing game. But whatever the opposite of what's happening in uh, Los Angeles with the Chargers, and granted, Justin Herbert is probably a top three quarterback in the league now at this point. So you're working with different tools. But, um, yeah, it's just whatever the opposite of that is is what's happening in Philly. It doesn't feel like they have a play. Like uh, the uh, the Rams, 75 yards to Deshaun Jackson. You have that as a play. Well, <laughs> yes, I suppose you have that as a play. Well, it seems You're not like going to hit it every time. I, not a, but at least once a game. It, it seems like they're – I don't know. We've had six games so far. I think he has four. Also, the Rams seven. can run the football. I mean, all, all these teams that you think are good, they can, they can run the football effectively. I mean, I right. think one of the main reasons why the Chiefs are struggling this year is they can't. Uh, it's got to be a, a component of your offense no matter how much you lean on the passing game. And uh, I don't know. And I, I've actually felt bad for Eagles fans last night. I probably never have in my whole life. I was like, I, I can understand why you'd be uh, frustrated watching this team. Um, and the Buccaneers just do what they do. I mean, the Buccaneers just – everyone wants to qualify every win they have. It's like, well, they went on the road to probably two of the most difficult places in the league after a devastating loss to the Rams and uh, just quietly won both those games. And they're sitting right back with, like, I don't know how many games are up in the South now at this point, but uh, – that's impressive to go on the road and win in those places, no matter who you're playing. Watching last night, I, I thought of this question. Would you put Antonio Brown in your top 15 receivers in the league right now? I don't know. It would, uh, here's a uh, I'll qualify for it, and you're going to think I'm smarter uh, after I tell you this. Okay. If Tom Brady is the quarterback and not for the reasons you think, I think Tom Brady is extremely comfortable with Antonio Brown. I think he trusts him way more than any other quarterback would in the league right now. I, I think Antonio Brown probably would be a number three on a lot of teams, um, and now he's worked himself up into those other guys are afterthoughts. I mean, he's he's the, the number one target there, and I I don't I don't know what's going on with the Buccaneers. Like, I don't know what happened to Ronald Jones. Like, he is not even a part of that offense anymore. And Leonard Fournette is the guy, and then when it's not him, Giovanni Bernard is the guy that's catching the passes. So I don't know. Uh, I think that um, I think it's all Tom. I think I think that whole thing is whatever he prefers and who he's comfortable with that's how they're gonna go um so yeah I mean right now with Tom Brady as his quarterback and I know you're gonna say what well, means because he's a good quarterback no no no. I'm saying take Antonio Brown and put him whoever you think is another good quarterback Kyler Murray or Justin Herbert or whatever I don't think he's having the targets and the opportunities that he's getting in Tampa right now I can agree with that it's it's just it feels like it's an embarrassment of riches that they have right. and it feels like they just fell into this guy that that was again 2015 best best receiver in the league. I know it's six years later, but you fell into a guy that knows how to play the receiver position at an elite level. What do you think Godwin feels about all this? I think they're winning games, and you can't really complain. He could have left. Yeah, I mean Mike Evans had a monster fucking game like what two weeks ago. Yeah, I think he had like three touchdowns. So I, I think you're right. I think they've all bought in. You don't get everybody to stay 
with it's you know it's like where LeBron goes someplace and fucking you know Ray Allen wants to come off the bench or whatever. You just got get, get guys to they're willing to do things they're not willing to do otherwise uh, because that guy's there. The Kyrie Irving situation is pretty wild, right? Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um, it's interesting to see who's backing him and who isn't at this point as well, and who's walking away from that dude. His reputation has changed, whether you agree with it or not. His reputation has changed one hundred and thirty thousand percent. Um, in a different direction over the past week, it's just fucking nuts. Yeah, he's um, he's his own dude. He really he does not give a fuck what other people think. Um, Whatever side of the aisle you're on, you got to be like, wow. That is guy. he still on the flat Earth, Jack? Everyone always just brings that up. It's cliche at this point. Does he ever talk about that shit? Anymore? I don't think he talks about that uh, very much. I don't. I don't know. NBA off season is very tiring for me. Because Did you see what Durant said about him? Uh, I didn't see what Durant. said. I think it was actually perfect. But he's got to be. I mean. If you all went there to win a championship and then this happens, I it probably would be hard not to resent the situation, you yeah. know, no matter how you feel about stupid, you know, vaccines. The uh I did see a comment about uh Durant. It was I I can't remember who it was. I thought it was very smart. Durant left a, a very stable job, high paying job to go uh do a startup with his pot smoking yeah, no buddy shit. from college. I mean, well, <laughs> people do that sometimes. I mean, what if I mean, what motivates you when you have like titles and you have all the money in the world? It's like you gotta you gotta mix it up. You gotta go do something that's gonna keep yourself entertained, right? I mean, everybody. But you're just casually also the best player in the world too. Yeah, casually. I guess not. Not everybody's like Joe Thomas who could spend 13 years in a city that doesn't ever go to the playoffs and just decides he's gonna be a city legend forever in Cleveland. I respect those guys, but it, it, as I've also matured, kind of past just being a, a crazy fan of players, right. I understand. Do your own thing. If you have to, if it's just not a good situation, go ahead. Like Julio not being brokenhearted when that happened. You be you. I think you texted me uh, that day. You already. <laughs> I felt bad for you. But I knew he was your favorite player. I was uh, devastated. But now I'm like, you know, when he uh, when he made that big leaping grab a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go get it. Also, it wasn't his fault. Right. You know, it's just a, it's the nature of the business. Um. Anyway, uh, I watched the, the game last night and it was uh, it was fine. There was. Uh, I woke up this morning and I had a, a little uh, inbox on my uh, my cellular telephone, and I uh, I looked down at it and it said, "Your cameo has been completed." And uh, I like to do the gimmick where I'm getting text messages from these people or whatever. But uh, I've started watching. I don't want to play your message first, Tor. I want you to play the other clip. Gotcha. <clears throat> I, I'm not on TikTok. I will never be on TikTok. Uh, I've read enough about what it TikTok does. It's, it's interesting to me that we kind of know. You know some of the security issues with that particular app, and everyone just still uses it. Like it's almost like smoking cigarettes. You know, you yeah. Know, you know this up. thing is fucking you up, and people still. <laughs> it's America. You do whatever you want. I mean, I'm not. You're not if you're not hurting me, I don't give a fuck. Um, but I don't. I don't watch TikTok. Uh, everything about it is annoying to me. I, I think it's for younger people than me. I think it's for girls mostly. But I just there's nothing about it that is appealing to me. But I realize that stereotyping because. There are, I'm sure there are creators on TikTok, the same way there are creators anywhere else, that I would be entertained by. And I have a very much a similar stance on TikTok right now that I had on watching video game streamers five, six years ago, where I just didn't understand it, I didn't get it, and that's why I didn't like it. Um, that being said, I wish I could give the listener credit. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, a guy tagged me in a post. And if you if you tagged me, sir, send me a message, and I'll, I'll give you credit on uh, an episode this week, um, to a... Uh, I don't even know if you'd say he's a chef or an influencer or who he is, but his name is Stale Cracker, and uh, and he said, "What is that, Dukes?" Well, he's got a catchphrase at the end of his videos where he says, "Put that on a cracker, dude." And I, 
if you would just have told me about this guy, I probably would have said, I'm not watching that because I would have thought that it was like Jeff Foxworthy or Billing. Here's your sign. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not into I'm not into catch phrase fucking comedy. I'm just not into it. But um, this guy's from Louisiana. I it, it, in his bio, it says where he's from. Um, he looks to be in his, I would say, late 20s. I would say I think he's a young dude. Um I don't know. I, I've, I fell down a rabbit hole. Some people think he's wearing a wig. Um, I don't think he is. I think it's his hair. He's he's a chef, right? But he only makes like he makes Cajun food. So he's always making gumbo. He's making jambalaya. The the clip that I had from Torpol is he's making wild game meat pies. Um, he's incredibly entertaining, is what I would say. He's infinitely entertaining. Uh, part of it is the accent. The accent. The uh, Cajun accent is uh, one of the better ones in our country. I would say it's whatever the opposite of the Minnesota accent is, which is the worst accent we have. Um, the Baltimore accent, which is the second worst <laughs> accent we have. Yeah. Like the Cajun accent is the opposite of that. It's I think everyone loves it. Would you say that's fair? I would say so. Yeah. I don't know anybody that hears somebody, you know, calling up being a cool young. Like, I don't. Everyone loves that shit. It's I don't great. know. I don't know why, but I love it. And it works whoever is saying it. Like, if it's coming out of a, a woman, a guy. A woman, it's kind of weird. I'll be honest with you. It seems like it's more of a dude accent. Well, it's it's too cool. It's it's country and then French. Yeah. And and everybody loves, well, I mean, French accents are, you know, they're, I'm not going to say a, a woman speaking. In, I like a, a woman speaking in French accent. Well, of course. I, think it's but, pretty but cool. it's, I also think it's different. Like, a woman with a southern accent that is attractive makes her even more attractive. Where a woman from Fargo... <laughs> With that accent, it'll actually make her less attractive. With dudes, though, it's different. It's like that guy, if he doesn't have that accent, he's not as entertaining. But he's also, he's a great performer. Like, it's somebody that does this. Like, I, you know, you just fill void. He's naturally funny. Um, and he's also charismatic. Like, what he's doing, and he's kind of, and he's not... Like he does, he, he has a bit where he goes, while we wait, we hydrate, and he pounds a beer. Yeah. If somebody else did that, I'd be like, that's dude, bro, shtick. I hate that. Sh it's funny when he does it. Like it's cool. I, I don't, I, it's it's like when um I compare it to the junkies. Sure. If you're a grown man going around right now saying, sell a money, hurt thing, you're like, you're fucking, you're a loser. Like you get a hold of yourself, you know? Like you're doing this because these 50 year old men are doing this on the radio. Like fucking, what is your problem? Um, Meanwhile, this was going whole for 20 minutes at the beginning of the show. But the junkies doing it is good. It's funny. Right. You like it. You want to hear them do it on the show. I kind of feel that way with this guy. Like, if somebody else was doing this, if, like, a dude bro was doing this on fucking Instagram, I'd be like, fuck this guy. But but Stale Cracker makes it really entertaining. He uh, he doesn't break, which is great for it. He, he's living it. He's it living doesn't the seem gimmick. like it's kayfabe. It seems like this is who he is, too. Right. I think being genuine is really important if you're going to do what he does. Also, this guy, ubiquitous. He is the dude. My dad knows about him. Oh, my, really? My uncles know about him. Everybody knows oh, so him. so I'm late to the fucking party. They're at the, we're at a... We're, I don't know. I'm hanging out with my dad and my uncles or something for, for some dinner. And they're like, Gotta hydrate. Remember, we hydrate. They're just they're just doing the shtick. I'm yeah, like, put that on a cracker, dude. Yeah. I started saying that now just to people, and like I just keep waiting for them to acknowledge me. I'm like, hey, see, you know who says that, and then nobody ever acknowledges me. Um, did, did you show them the video that he made for you? I have not, not yet. I'm actually going there. I'm going go to the uh, the house after this. Um, he is incredibly famous on TikTok. I think he's got seven figure followers on TikTok. Uh, 
He's got a massive following on Facebook. He's got a massive following on Instagram. I follow him on Instagram. Like that's where I get his videos because I, I like Instagram. That's my, my only, so, the only the only social media. I mean, Facebook has allowed us to do a lot of incredible things, and I'm, I'm actually very grateful to Facebook. I know people hate Facebook, but um, we do live shows on there. And I just give you all this con shit for free. You know what I mean? Like people bitch and moan about Facebook, and I understand there's issues, but like that gaming, that Facebook gaming app where I stream my live streams is just free. Right. It's just something you can download and watch for free. I'm like, this is, I don't know. I, I don't have the animosity that, that t towards Facebook that a lot of people do, but Instagram is the only place I go where I don't feel like the world is going to end. <laughs> I go there and people are just posting pictures of, you know, chicks doing squats and fucking, you know, jumping off of roofs and shit like that. It's, it's, it's it feels fun to me over on Instagram. I'd say Instagram is, is great. The, uh, the search tab, the explore tab is, is a, is a hellhole. It's me. a bit of a, yeah, it's a it's, minefield. It's just a bunch of bots posting and reposting. It's bad. It's that, bad. That, that's bad. But, but for the most part causes me some problems too because my wife will see what my suggested posts are oh, yeah. and they're always chicks with giant thighs and asses doing squats because instagram knows me um sometimes i'll get a glimpse when i'm switching over to check the messages yeah, the yeah, yeah. like oh who's this who's this i mean how is she alive with those things just, just tell her i'm looking at it on Mi the account. Mi miss carrie june that's the one i'm recommending if you like if you're built like if you like if whatever uh tor doesn't like her by the way which fucking makes me question a few things about you i'll revisit i'll revisit or don't i don't care she gets eight million followers it doesn't matter um anyway stale cracker uh He's fucking great, and I'm very entertained by his content. And it just the reason why I bring it up is, a, I, I think if you like, if you have the same sensibilities or same fucking sense of humor I do, I think you'd enjoy his videos. And, um, but I think also it is so weird to me, Tor, entertainment and like how we just physically you don't consume entertainment anymore the way you used to. It's like okay, the day's done. I'm gonna sit down, have some dinner. I'm gonna put on a 22 minute sitcom. You know, with nine minutes of commercials. That's what I'm going to do. And maybe if I'm getting crazy at nine o'clock, I'll put on a crime drama about some sort of CIA or DEA or f fucking, I don't people watch those Chicago shows. I have no idea what you're doing. And I'll watch that for an hour and then it's up to bed. I'll read a little book and then I'll fall asleep. That's just not the way you do it anymore. And you can like, you know, he does a 90 second fucking video and it's got more views than the Tonight Show ever will. Um, it's just interesting to think about. Um, if you're kind of an older, I don't know if I'm considered older now, I'm 42, but I don't feel like any of this shit is designed for me. Um, and I feel like when you're growing up, like we're keep people that are doing television shows, they're like, well, let's put this influencer in here or let's have this person show up or maybe we need to play this music to attract young people aren't even, you're not even speaking the same fucking language anymore. If you're making a TV show, you know, I'm not saying there's not a place for it, but it's just so vastly different. And I don't. He's got sponsors, you know, he's got, but he uses like, he's got his own seasoning, which he uses in his fucking videos and he sells that shit. It's just unconventional. And then who's getting a piece of that? Like he doesn't have to, the network, you, you don't have to pay the salespeople to go out and sell your fucking advertising. Like yeah. you just do everything yourself because you have the massive audience. Maybe he has an agent. Why would you need one if people are just pitching you all the time? He has an, he has a representation. I did see that. Oh, okay. Because I actually, I, I shot a message over uh, like just to say... Whenever I see one of these, I didn't know how big he was. Yeah. So I shot a message over like, hey, I do a show. You know, I'd love to have the dude on talk about his fucking channel because, you know, sometimes those guys come on. Like we've had enough, a lot of guests. We've had a lot of the actors and directors are just me shooting over a DM saying, hey, would you like to do an interview? Um, so I didn't realize how big he was, though. Anyway, point being, I had Tor pull a clip. This was the first clip I ever watched of Stale Cracker. And uh, 
I, I have watched it since then seven million times. He does a bit at the beginning of his videos where he has a giant paddle. He cooks like in these big fucking giant like cast iron things. And yeah. he always has a huge paddle. Because a lot of times he's feeding like 700 people uh -huh. and he's like stirring with a big metal snow shovel. And he always slaps the fucking, he takes the fucking thing and he slaps it at the beginning of the video. We about to cook some meat pies, dude. Like he always does that bit. And I immediately get fired up. Like I immediately <laughs> charged up whatever he does. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Meat pies. Where's the Holy Trinity? And he's, <laughs> and he's got his own fucking language. So the Holy Trinity is green peppers, onion, as he says, yeah. and celery. Yeah. And then if he adds garlic he calls it the pope that's the pope right there dude and then he calls chicken yard pimp and that took me a while to figure out he's like we want to add that yard pimp and i'm like wait a minute if i want to do this what is that where do i buy yard pimp but then i saw a video of him feeding chickens and he was calling them yard pimps i'm, I'm telling you man i'm deep i'm it's fucking deep i'm waist deep i got my waiters on um anyway uh i asked Tor to, to pull up the video so this is just a, a little example we about to make some wild game meat pies Let's get it, dude. Catchphrase. You got that holy trinity plus the garlic. That's the pope. See? Always. The pope. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the bins very violently. I wanted a wild game recipe. You're about to get one, dude. Right. You got that trinity sweating down. I got some green onion right here. Deer sausage. Fresh. Right here. You take that little shell off like that. You're going to put that in there. Do all of them. Do all of them. I'd say he's endearing. Very. He's endearing. Some straight ground deer meat and some straight breakfast sausage wild pork. You hear the chickens that in the that background? Is that what that, that is? Yeah, look at the chickens. Trinity, <laughs> Cap that. We got ground deer meat. We got fresh green onion sausage, deer sausage that we're opening up. We also got some wild pork breakfast sausage. Just to make sure y'all know what we're putting there. And we got that Holy Trinity. These meat pies are gonna be off the chain, dude. <laughs> meat I can listen to him say meat pies all day. <laughs> all right, that's good. That's good. I mean, people can check out the video if they want. But um so I was click I clicked on his profile and he's got the the link tree bit where it takes you to every, you know, all the shit. Like here's where you buy the shit and all that. And I saw he was on Cameo. And I was like, oh man, I should book a fucking cameo with stale cracker. And uh, I was like, who should I book a cameo for? And, of course, uh, I thought immediately of my uh, my young apprentice here, young Tor, who is the executive uh, producer of the, the Chad Duke show. And uh, I guess he's busy because I think it took Stale Cracker about right till what happens is when you book on cameo, you got three days. And by the way, I'm on Cameo if anybody would like to uh, have uh, me talk shit about one of your friends or whatever. People really seem to like me being mean to their friends when they book me on Cameo. Uh, but you get three days. And I think he he went two days, 23 hours, and 58 minutes. But he finally uh, he got back to me after I uh, I booked him on Cameo, and this was uh, this was the result. What's up, Thor? That's you. This is from Chad, dude. He said you're living on that candy, bro. He said you would have been the best contestant in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, eating all them everlasting gobstoppers, dude. Six five, four hundred pounds. That's your weight. Of nothing but sugar, dude. You in trouble? Hey, and you ain't never eat no wild game. You missing out. Put that on a cracker, dude. That's money. He said you're six foot four, four hundred pounds of sugar. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Well, you don't think that's good advice? I, 
You got to be flattered the stale cracker is worried about your health. What? I I don't eat everlasting gobstoppers. Dude, I've never seen anyone eat more gummies than you. All you ever time you're walking around is you and Ant-Man fucking eating gummies. You're, I'm telling you, you're going to turn into that kid. He's worried about you and your sugar intake. And he thinks you're less of a man because you haven't ever had any wild game. It's only no wild game meat pies. <laughs> Definitely not. Have you ever had any wild game? I think I've had uh, I've had deer. Um, I guess duck doesn't count. I've had a good amount of duck. Duck, probably. Well, eh. More, eh. more lamb, I'd say. Uh, lamb is not wild yeah, game. That, that's, you are the, such a blue blood, I, I got, privileged well, motherfucker. Duck and lamb. Of, I, I could have predicted that from a mile away. My uh, Well, half my family was immigrants. Eastern Europe, so they, yeah, they but do you're a lot privileged. of You rich fucking you're the one that told me with the Turks and Caicos like when you were fucking eight or some shit. Like you're a privileged motherfucker. Um <laughs> that was junior year. I gained twelve pounds on the trip. I like that I like that story. <laughs> so why did you gain twelve pounds again? Uh, because it was Junior Year of College. Yeah, yeah, junior right. year of college. Um because there was a <laughs> open bar. It was open bar and then it was all inclusive. Uh, so you <laughs> so you could just walk that's a fucking work. You could walk in anywhere and just be like, hey, like if they're, they're my room was like right next to like a French pastry place. Oh and so my I'm god! Like, oh, let me get the you know. I'm, I just walk in and just you're get, an, get a fucking you're Danish. You love carbohydrates. You don't like protein. But there's also oh the sushi bar was yeah you know, just listen to this. I'm acres so, of sushi privilege, and, but also so much privilege. They also only sold butt heavy. <laughs> or, oh, that's or, a problem. They had butt heavy and they had uh what what red stripe. By the way, if you want to get <laughs> fat, drink butt heavy. I have never gained as much weight. Like if you drink six butt heavies and go to bed, you'll be seven pounds heavier the next day. It was fucking crazy, it was man. So much beer and then i did you tell me you were in the like in the ocean or something and you could feel like the extra weight on you you had something about or you realized how much weight you'd gain uh it was it was still before the season so i would they had a, a gym on there so i was i would go in the scale every day and see how much weight i you certainly gained. didn't go in there to work out it, it, was, it was a shitty you know resort yeah, gym I know, I so i was doing my best and it was just i'd go in there i felt just walking in differently you could each tell. day I'm yeah like, you can tell I'm like, oh my god i am so I, I, girls use this term, but I'm like, I'm so bloated. Oh, it was no. Just, I was always bloated, and then it was, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds amazing, though. I mean, did you enjoy yourself, at least? Uh, I mean, no, it was a great time. It, I mean, we jerk chicken. Did your parents say anything about how much you were eating? <laughs> no, it was, vac- <laughs> it was vacation. You know, everyone was, you know, having sure. a good time. And the tours, the Gigantors are notoriously cheap, so they probably were very excited that you were, like, vacuuming up everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... It I gotta be honest, <laughs> I do love seeing you. Whenever people bring pizza up here, I like knowing when you and Jester are here, because I know it's all gonna get eaten. Like, when you guys bring the six-pound plates around, it makes me very happy. Yeah, it's uh, that's been instilled in the tour family for a while. When we... When Granddad go, when we're going to the uh, Six Flags or, or Kings Dominion, we get there at eight a.m. Oh, we leave God. at eight p.m. So we're getting as much of that, that amusement park as we can. It's get. It's so funny when Tor, um, <laughs> we went to the beach and Tor came down to do some shows, and he was staying at, at my beach house, and uh, we were like getting up at ten o'clock, and people were having coffee and like reading the paper and stuff, and uh, you know getting ready to go out on the beach, and Tor was just like looking around. I'm like, what's what's wrong, big man? He's like, oh, you guys. Uh, it's crazy, like, wh- when you go out to the beach. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, my dad gets us up at 6 a.m. He says, we're wasting good beach time. we got to get down there at daybreak. And I'm like, that sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, we kind of like to relax when we go to the beach. It's a completely different experience. It's uh, got to be less the, stressful for you, I would assume. It is, uh, because well, it actually induces more stress, watching everybody lay around. It's it, just it, fucking, it, which, there's no winning with you. It, <laughs> Watching everyone lay around yeah. induces stress. It's been too ingrained in me to, to you got to make the most of the beach time. You can go right down there on the beach. Beach Smashers OBX. They're the fucking best. They are set up all ready to go. 
Go down there and sit down there, right on the beach. It would have been beautiful. You could do that in Thanksgiving when we're down there. It'll be fucking fantastic. It's just me and Joe. Yeah, that would have been. That's yeah. you never want it to be you and Joe. In all things, by the way, especially in a sexual situation. Um, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, uh, what are you? So, do you? Uh, what's the review of your uh, video from Stale Cracker? Out of five, five. It's got to be incredibly a five. entertaining. Uh, very funny. He's the best. And then it, I don't know. He's. he's I think he's too big to get on the show. I think it would be like me asking you to get McConaughey on the show at this point. Like, <laughs> fucking, it, it's going to be very difficult. Um, yeah, but he's uh, he's entertaining. Um, so you can check out that his videos. It's not going to be like I think headlock. If I could figure out a way, I'm very good at paying people to be my friend. Like if you could fucking figure out a way to give that guy money and then have him read your name, I think it would be possible. But uh, it doesn't seem like he's doing much of that. All right. Um, told you about the hauling. I told you about that. Pony. Oh, we got the uh, we got the best of today, right? We got the stuff. Shit, how much time is it? Uh, God damn, we've almost done a full episode. Yeah, well, fifty minutes. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No joke. God bless. Well, you know what sucks is that nobody, nobody listens to these because you put best up. We got to rename these shows. You okay. got to rename them like Friday Show or something. Okay. Because I think what happens is people see best up like oh, I already fucking let's do it and they don't fucking click it if they're subscribing to the show. But anyway, uh, if you thought this was even remotely entertaining, I'm sorry, <clears throat> but also. Um, Go subscribe on uh, ChadDukeShow.com. That is that is the whole point here. And while you're here, by the way, if you are enjoying these shows for free, it would be nice if you left a little five-star review. Uh, make sure you subscribe with the notifications turned on. And head on over to our YouTube page. We're always putting content up there as well. Just put a new couple videos up this week, courtesy of our buddy E-Rock. It's YouTube.com slash ChadDukeShow. So go do all that stuff, even if you're not subscribing. Um, it's all free stuff you can do to support the show. What do we got uh, this week here, Gigantor? Well, today, with the with the time, I'm thinking we'll get to uh, a show member uh, called in to the show this week. Oh, yes, yes. Um, let me set this up a little bit. Uh, well, do I set it up in the in the Yeah, you set it preamble? up. In, yeah. All right. Uh, it's about a vasectomy. We'll leave it at that. It's yeah. Chad, Chad Duke Show. Hey everyone, if you haven't become a Facebook supporter of the Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month, you'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night boot manis. Hey guys, Tor here. With the winter coming around the corner, we understand as guys, we let the hair grow a little more than it should. We stop caring about body image when we're all covered up in coats and sweatshirts and long johns, whatever it may be. So what I can recommend to you is don't let your grooming habits go to the wayside this winter. Make sure to go to manscaped.com and check out their bevy of products. You have the Lawnmower 4.0, their most advanced trimmer on the market to keep your body hair trimmed and well kept. Additionally, for the facial hair, if you're a guy with a lot of nose hair, then you want to check out the Weed Whacker Nose Hair Trimmer that gets you all trimmed down exactly how you want to. And just because we're going to be covered up in sweatshirts and big jackets, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be smelling. So make sure to go and check out a lot of their other fragrance products, their colognes, their exfoliators, their ball conditioners, their crop preservers. All that can help you maintain the correct scents and the correct image this winter. You're not going to really want to, but it's going to help your lifestyle if you do keep up with your male grooming. And the best part about it is you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES at manscaped.com. So don't neglect yourself this winter. Head to Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. 
Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. I like Biker Sean. I like him a lot. And he was the guy that on Saturday won the Mortal Kombat tournament against Headlock Gaming. Headlock was defeated by Sean, which, again, should not have happened. Um, I don't know how it happened. I think Headlock probably didn't give himself enough of a break in between rounds and just continue playing, but he won fair and square. So we bring Sean up to the microphone uh, to say, hey, congratulations. You know, you, you get this beautiful uh, Mortal Kombat 2 machine here. Enjoy this in your home. And he brings up the fact that he's the guy that bet myself and I believe Ant-Man that Jester would indeed, what was it now, about a month ago, two months ago? Every bit of a month. That Jester would have his vasectomy on the day that he said that he would have his vasectomy. And um, what I told Sean when I made the bet was there's absolutely no way that'll happen. I, I know Jimmy J. He's got a lot of strengths. He's a good man. But he doesn't want to get a vasectomy. Um, he wants to keep fucking. I think his wife is making him get a vasectomy because I think he told me it would literally kill her if they had another kid because she's had too many kids with him. Um, I hope I'm not putting too much of his business in the streets. But he doesn't want he, – he wants to come inside of women and then make children. Like, that's what Jester wants to do. And also, Jester is very lazy. So, like, he doesn't want to get up and go do things. That's why he goes from grocery shopping at Walmart to McDonald's for dinner and he won't take his wallet and his keys and his phone off the top of his car that's just the way that he's wired he's not lazy when it comes to the show i would say he works very hard on the show and he worked very hard on saturday and i love jimmy but he's never going to get a vasectomy and i told sean that at the time that we made the bet i said i've known this guy he is from baltimore um he is from dundalk he already has five kids he's already pretending like he only has three i mean jester's got five kids and somehow his new bit is he goes around saying he has three. It used to be that he had four, but then the last time we talked about it, he shaved the fourth one off also. So I, I don't know what's going on in his situation. Maybe they're escaping. I have, I've got no clue. Um, Sean makes the bet anyway. It's for a couple hundred bucks and some pints of Tip Cow ice cream because he lives out closer to Percival. And he, to his credit, he, he paid me off. I don't believe he ever paid Ant-Man, obviously. He's a bit of a rock out welch in that uh, manner. And I, I think he still owes me another pint of, of Tip Cow, to be honest with you. But, but he did give me the cash, and he brought in the, uh, the, the, the carrot cake, which is their best, of course. And my, uh, my wife enjoyed that. So I said, you know what? We're square. Told you that story to tell you this one. We're sitting out there at the live event, and Sean's got a, a couple of moments up at the microphone, and uh, the bet comes up that he made and lost, because uh, Jester's sitting, I believe, directly to his right. I'm sitting to his left, and uh, I had uh, young Gigantor here pull the audio from that day so we could set the stage on what has transpired over the last 12 to 16 hours. And I think that I can win again on Jester getting snipped. Okay. So double or nothing. He brought it up. Correct. I want to make sure that, because I've had a couple of people, by the way, your mic sounds like it's not even on. I, I'm sure it's fine, but I just want to let you know that. Um, a couple of people brought up, Dukes, you're setting him up. Dukes, you and Jester are colluding. You know that he's not going to get it. I didn't even bring it up. I, I think I was maybe aware that Jester had said that he had a follow-up appointment to get the vasectomy, and I just threw it out. I'll bet anyone, anytime, anywhere, whenever Jester says that he's going to get a vasectomy, that he won't. For the same reason why the Washington football team, the, the, the spread went up with the Kansas City Chiefs, it was seven. It could have been 21. I'm betting the fucking Chiefs because I know they're going to cover. I, I just know. The, there's, there's things I don't know, and there's a lot of things I don't know, and there's things I know. Here's what I know. 
The Washington Redskins will not cover a spread. They will lose the football game, and Jim Jester is never going to get a vasectomy. So I just want to make sure that that's set up because he brought it up. I was not up there to throw out another bet with this guy and take even more of his money or whatever would be offered up as collateral. Right. No, it was definitely uh, – we'll, we'll start the clip over again so everyone can hear it again. Okay. All right. Thank you, Tor. And I think that I can win again on Jester getting snipped. Okay. So double or nothing. This Wednesday. This Wednesday. I'll bet you $500 he doesn't do it. No, I need better better odds than that. He doesn't want to do it. You understand? You're betting on something that can't happen because he's going to sabotage himself every single time. He likes having children that don't love him. Jester, you and me, we're good to go. But you're not getting snipped. And I appreciate the fact that you're setting this dumb motherfucker up again to lose another $500 to me. 500 bucks. No, I'll put up 250. All right, 250. I'll put up 500. All right, sounds good. You put up 250. I'll give you double or nothing. Good. All right. I'm in. What is that? Two to one, not double or nothing. What am I saying? Two Two to one. one. Two to one. Done. All right. Done. And when he disappoints you again, when he doesn't do it again, I want you to get your his face tattooed on one of these many things you have on your body. I want his face somewhere on your body. Can we get a tattoo of Jester instead of paying? Yes. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yes. Yes. But this is a, this is a this is a Jake Paul bet. It's got to be someplace people can see it and say that guy wants more kids. Well, wait. What? What? What do you mean? Where would that be on me? Somewhere where people can see it. If you're wearing well, like a, a, a tank or top, something. a tank top. But I don't. I'm covered. You figure that out. Neck. Well, I can put it on face, my leg. Asshole. What? About my leg. I wear Front shorts. Front of the leg. Front of the leg. Okay. Chin. Okay. Chin. All right. Chin. Done. Done. Done deal. Debaucherous. <laughs> Is there anything? You would bet on to get a tattoo on the front of your shin, Gigantor. Not a thing. Can you fucking imagine? I'm first of all, it's got to be the second most painful place you can get tattooed. I would imagine the underside of the the arm where the tricep is. You know what I'm talking about? Like this soft spot right here. Yeah. That seems like it would hurt real bad. Uh, getting tattooed on your fingers. That seems like it would hurt real bad. Uh, but the fucking front of the shin, right on that bone. It's all bone. It's all bone. I mean, there's no way that needle ain't going into your bone. Um, so not only was the bet his idea, but then the idea of tattoo instead of cash was his idea. Do we all agree on that? I mean, Tor, there's no impropriety here, correct? Correct. We just heard the audio. He wants the tattoo in lieu of cash. Today, I got this text this morning because Jester and I and Tor are on a show chat, and it came through like this. As today is Wednesday, the year of our Lord, October 13th, 20 aught, what is it, 2021. Um, today was the day, this morning, he was supposed to be getting the vasectomy. And at 9.56 a.m., I got this text. Well... It's got to be much better for the show that there will be no vasectomy today. Of course there won't. And by the way, I got to say this. Superfluous to write today after that. Because there will be no vasectomy. As I have said time and time and time again. Get Jester on the blower. Need to talk to him right now. I, I don't even care. Whatever bullshit comes out of his mouth, because something's going to happen. Oh, the, the COVID test didn't work, or they were overbooked, or my wife decided that she actually, she's leaving me because she wants a man that weighs less than 500 pounds. Whatever it is, 
it fucking doesn't matter because it's going to continue to perpetuate itself. And so here's what we are left with. What we are left with is where and when and how the jester face tattoo takes place on the front of Biker Sean's shin. And then I want to know how much further he's willing to go with it. When Jester says in a month, I got another appointment, where are we putting the tattoo of his dick? Because here's what I'm going to need now is I'm going to need a picture of Jester's dick, and then we're going to tattoo it right in the corner of Sean's mouth with the head right next to where it would go in. Because I, we got up the stakes every single time, Tor. It was 200 bucks, then it's shin tattoo. What else could we do next? There's no, re there's no way he's going to get one. Ever. What do you mean? Oh, you mean a vasectomy? A vasectomy ever. Yeah. Well, Sean better get the tattoo is what I'm saying. That's, oh, yeah. That needs to happen. Uh, is Jester on the line? Uh, Jester is on the line. Jimmy, you there, bud? Hey there, boy. Hey there, boy. I mean, that, by the way, I'm, I'm requesting this from Sean as a man. Um, I think he's a man of his word, and I think that he wants to help the show. It has to be picture of Jester's face, and then underneath it, in quotes, hey there, boy. And that's what it has to be <laughs> underneath Jester's chin. Jimmy, what happened, bud? So I get there. Everything's fine. I get back. They, they went further this time. I got iodine. I got shaved. I got Oh, they shaved got, your balls? Yeah, I got the whole treatment. I got a I got a crew cut up top, a crew cut down below. Oh my god. What, yeah. Was it a dude or a chick that shaved your balls? It's a chick and she's very, very attractive. Oh. I'm very sorry she had to see all that. Yeah, see, that's not a good thing. You don't want an attractive chick shaving your balls for shaving your nasty <laughs> doodads for your vasectomy. Did your wife know the chick was gonna shave your balls? I wasn't aware that there was going to be shaving involved. By the way, so Jester, no. was your wife sitting on the bleachers with a little pennant and a foam number one <laughs> finger cheering this whole thing on? <laughs> His wife was tailgating for three hours before it. Tailgate Ted pulled up in front of the fucking doctor's office, started grilling up brats with Jester's wife. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have sold tickets to this. We could have sold out FedEx Field if we had put this thing out in front of people. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh god how disappointed is she it's for so many different reasons she's a nice woman oh my god um all right so they shave your ball bag then what happens uh so i'm i'm laying there and they give me some hot compresses because apparently me being so fat uh right. nothing really wants to just relax so everything's kind of sucked itself up there and that's uh that's apparently not good for the uh, veins that need to be cut what, what do you mean your ball bag like when you sat down like are you laying back like wh where are you positioned when this happens yeah i'm laying down on one of their little procedure tables i got my feet propped up i thought honestly i'd be in stirrups but i, oh, I wasn't Jesus thankfully Christ. i got i have compression shorts on i have my pants down below to my ankles what a look. and and I'm just and I'm chilling there. So they remove the uh, the compression shorts about down to my knees. That's when they start prepping everything. And when the doctor comes in, she's fondling and feeling. Oh and my god! So the doctor's a woman too. Um, she is. So the ball bag is is sucked up into your guts. Is that what you're saying? I guess. I guess kind of like the reaction you get when you're super cold and everything just wants to go inside. Can you imagine what that little nubber looks like? Can you fucking imagine like an upside down question mark? You just stick it out of that fucking mount. Jester, why didn't you shave your fucking pubes before you went in there? I thought about it, but again, you know, like the water pick. Lazy. Yeah, why? Fuck them. That's why. Did you brush your teeth before you went in there? I did brush my teeth. Use mouthwash? I didn't do that. Oh, my fucking God. You need to go back to the purple mouthwash, Jimmy. We got to talk. All right. I know. It's so, opaque. So they're fucking, they're groping around down there. They put the compresses on. Then what happens? 
Uh, then I, I guess the compresses aren't doing what they kind of hoped because the, the whole reason for this was to bring me into the office rather than the hospital was laying in the hospital for as long as I did with that nice warm blanket. I guess everything relaxed and dropped to where it normally should be. Okay. And everything was, everything was feelable. Everything was fine. Not so much under normal circumstances, I suppose. When were you in the, ho I don't understand. So you were in the hospital. Everything was fine. When was that? That was the last time that it got canceled. Why did it get canceled that time? Because that was the anesthesiologist got called in for emergencies oh, and my procedure Jesus isn't an emergency. Christ, I forgot all about that. Okay. <laughs> so you basically, you had, you needed like some horny goat weed because you couldn't perform is basically what happened. That's pretty much how it, how it boils down, sadly. How long were you, like, how long did they attempt to get you into the state you needed to be to get this done? Today was only about five minutes. So they gave you five minutes of trying to get the veins to pop out, and they said, fuck it, it's not happening today? Pretty much, yeah, because I guess when you do these office visits, it's kind of quick, quick, snip, snip, and move along. Oh, and my God, how embarrassing. I, 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 was, I was fucking up the rotation. So how embarrassed were you at the time? Oh, terribly embarrassed, but then once I thought about Biker Sean, all I could do was giggle. Don't you don't you try to turn this into a good thing. Now, you swear no. to God this is what happened. You swear I, you were in there on the table, and again, you were told by the medical professional, it's not happening today. On all six of my kids' lives. How many kids do you really have? <laughs> I only have three. I'm telling you, man, he used to say four, and I'm positive there's five, and somehow two have gotten shaved off. It's like the Oscar Santana's age. Um, all right, so what did, did you make another appointment? I'm waiting for a telephone call at this point to get the uh, the next thing scheduled. Well, do me a favor. The second that happens, let me know the date so I can immediately bet Sean again because I want to get this. <laughs> I got a new great idea for a bet. I need a picture of your cock to make it happen. So, um, or are you at all flattered, Jimmy, that you're gonna your face is going to be tattooed on another man? I'm uh, I'm very sorry for Sean, but I am very happy that's going to happen. <laughs> It's another step towards immortality. And if you're, if you're swearing is. on babies, both real and fictional, swear that you and I are not in cahoots to set this up because someone accused me of that today. There's absolutely no cahoots going on. Uh, we can check with anybody in my family. They would like to. Of course they would. How, how distraught, like when you come home again to your <laughs> wife and you don't have it done again, like does she just start crying? What, what, does she start packing a bag? Like what happens? Well, I made her aware in the parking lot as I got out because, and I'm I'm pretty sure I still have iodine on my ball bag. Okay. Oh. And uh, so I I made her aware that all that uh, had taken or hadn't taken place pretty much, and that I was heading home, and uh, she hasn't come downstairs since. Yeah, I, she can't be because like you're, part of this is because she like physically shouldn't have any more kids with you, right? Right. Correct. Okay, so you could kill her if you knock her up again, which you most likely are going to try to do. Right. Hopefully within the hour. Do you know be great if like we could trump gesture up on murder charges simply because he knocked his wife up i mean i wouldn't wish that on her but i'd like for him to go to jail for the rest of his life at least we have the tape now yeah you by the way it just sounds like your mic is completely off i, I hope is it taping yes it is all right very good uh jimmy yes sir when when um you sent the picture over that you want sean to use for the tattoo i personally think that one's perfect is, is that your final offer uh, yeah, I mean, if, if that's if that's okay with everybody, that's fine with me. Well, it doesn't have to. Sean doesn't get a say, so uh, it's fine with me. Do you like that one, Tor? I like it because he kind of looks depressed. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Oh, yet. you haven't seen it? No. Uh, well, go log on to Twitter, and then uh, if you want to look, I sent a tweet over to Sean that said, uh, "Tattoo time, cocksucker," or whatever I said. <laughs> I said I don't think I said that on Twitter. <laughs> and the jester uh, sent over was nice enough to provide a selfie of what the uh, <laughs> of what the picture will look like. <laughs> now, jester, let me ask you this. Yeah. 
We've got another event planned out at Flying Ace Farm. We're going to try to do those quarterly. Do you think that is something that we can keep the kibosh on until that happens so we can do it in front of the audience? Or is that something maybe that we should take care of before then? Because that's going to be a couple of months away. Um, although, if he loses another vasectomy bet, he could be getting multiple tattoos out there, which would be fucking amazing for the show. Oh, did you see the, uh, the picture? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I nigh. I think it's fucking perfect. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's just I like awful. it. I like the idea of the live audience. I thought maybe worst case would be a hootenanny, but if we can do it in front of a live audience, that's much better. I remember there being some ethical problems. Because remember, I got a tattoo live on Big O and Dukes once when I lost a fat tat challenge. Um, I remember it being a pain in the ass, pardon the pun, it was definitely a pain in the ass for me, to, uh, <laughs> to get someone up here to do it, but I don't know, Tor, I think that might be a, a, not a bad idea for a hoot nanny who have Jester just fucking, like, he can pose with his face next to Biker Sean so they won't even need a fucking picture. You know, it'll just be Jester's big dumb face. I mean, that would be a great shot, at least, to, to, to see. I think I would like to see Jester's face be the first tattoo, and then maybe the second one is they incorporate the rest of his body. So it's like wrapping completely around, so it's almost like a leg sleeve for Biker Sean. Don't you think that'd be great? That would be great. Yeah, we'll get him in his big apricot shirt, so he's got a big apricot tattoo on his fucking... Jimmy, you swear... This is very improbable, because you have been talking vasectomy since I've known you. And, I mean, we're talking years and years and years now. Do you swear there's nothing else going on here? There's nothing else going on here. This is just as depressing for me outside of the show than anything because I would just rather get this over with and not have to worry about it any longer because think of all the free fucking without worrying about children. Free fucking. That's all it's going to be, that poor fucking woman. <laughs> and then you're going to have all that rehabilitation for her pelvis when that takes place. That poor <laughs> goddamn lady. Um, all right. Well, Jester, I'm sorry that happened, but uh, it's very good for the show. And hopefully at some point you come to grips with whatever's stopping you morally and ethically from actually getting the vasectomy. Um, when, am I, when, am I, when are we seeing you next here? Are we seeing you for the bonus show? Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow night. All right. Fast hour on radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Have a good show, boys. All right, I would tell you to ice your balls, but I guess you don't need to. Yeah, thank you, bud. Take it easy. Whether you're drinking by the fire, getting ready to send it into Arlington like your boy, or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids, make sure you check out the Chad Duke Show playlist on Spotify. Just go to chaddukeshow.com slash music for the official link to your new favorite playlist. Guys, you know how I feel about Texas Trey's. First of all, Trey is a stupendous supporter of the show. Always the king of the dudes during the hoot nannies, and his products are the absolute best. I recommend if you're heading out to Commonwealth Try Goods to try the salsa that he makes, the guacamole. But let me tell you this: the chips are where it's at. Delicious, crunchy kettle-style tortilla chips. Texas Trey's salsa shovels always small batch made right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. They're gluten-free, and their flavors cannot be beat. I love the chipotle. I love the spicy. Uh, the barbecue is absolutely delicious. We sell bags and bags of the yellow and white corn chips, whatever your preference is. If you go to TexasTrace.com right now and you use my promo code DUKES10, look, it's football season. Why not get $10 off your order of Texas Trace? You're not going to have a better snacking experience on game day, whether it's for Thursday night football, Monday night football. You're a college guy. You want to see the University of Maine just stomp a mud hole in Rhode Island. Just go ahead and order all of your Texas Trace chips from TexasTrace.com. Use the promo code DUKES10 today, and hopefully you can get off the bench. The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on ChadDukeShow.com for show t-shirts and koozies. 
fun week. Fun week on the show. We still need a tattoo artist with loose morals because uh, we need a tattoo artist to come up here and uh, tattoo our buddy uh, Biker Sean with Jimmy Jester's face. So if anybody knows anybody like that, uh, shoot us an email or we're all over uh, social media. You can just shoot us a DM on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you find your social media proclivities. I am uh, I am watching this fucking crazy show I think I told you about called Chapel Wait. Um, it's based on, uh, Jerusalem's lot, which is the, um, Stephen King book. And, uh, it, it just got, I always call it playing the vampire card because eventually if you go far enough into any type of fucking horror situation, someone will play the vampire card. That's what they always do from dust till dawn was most notable. They finally played the vampire card last night on the show. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, it stars Adrian Brody and our guy, Michael Hawk. I still got to get on the program to, to talk about that. He actually is on that show as well. Uh, but not bad, not the best, but, um, I don't even know where it's streaming. Honestly. Um, it's, it's on some. It's exclusive to some streaming service. Might be Hulu, might be fucking, I don't know, uh, Peacock. I have no clue. But uh, Google that. It's a, it's a decent show, Chapel Wade. You can check that out if you like spooky stuff. All right. Uh, Tor, we're good here. Uh, no Hootenanny tonight, but we do have a Hootenanny planned, I believe, on the 29th of October. So yep. uh, that's a couple weeks away. But if you want to uh, watch those for free, you just go to facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show. And if you'd like to become a supporter, it's only four ninety nine a month. You can go watch all the old Hoot Nannies and all the back catalog. We just did a uh, fastest hour in radio last night. That was long as shit, too, wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't that long last night. Uh, it was like 90 minutes. Yeah. I, I, sh- I mean, is that not that, long? That's, that's starting to get standard. Yeah, but I think fa- I think you're conf- you're conflating it with Fortress Film Society, oh, yeah. which goes three fucking hours every time we get together because Dottie's goddamn long-winded. Right. Uh, but yeah, that the uh, the video of the fastest hour uh, of in in radio will be up tonight for Facebook supporters. So ironically you... titled in that it was ninety minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but it's up tonight, right? Yeah, it'll be up tonight. So All if right. you're if you're yearning for some Chad Duke Show video content, uh, you'll be able to watch it uh, in your home or on your laptop, wherever. Wherever you like to uh, toss one off, you can uh, toss one off to us talking about uh, all the biggest stories of the day. All right, very cool. Uh, Tor, we done? Yep, all done. All right, nothing else I need to promote here. Nope. Uh, I'll be at uh, Commonwealth Dragons tomorrow if you want to come on out. Also, if you'd like a Chad Duke show Thanksgiving class, or as Tor would say, Thanksgiving glass, go to CommonwealthDragons.com. I think we're almost sold out, but there's a few up there if you'd like to pick one up to drink your hooch out of. Oh, all right. Very good. Um, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Again, if you'd like to subscribe and get more, uh, the back catalog right now has got to be Tor. T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C. Someone told us we've done how many... 250 episodes already? Yeah, before the Monday show, 250 crazy. episodes. So That's right now, fucking crazy. Right now, we're, I think we're at two, 257. There you go. So you just got hours and hours. A lot of those are over an hour. So uh, you got hours and hours of content. It is the best bang for your buck as far as a subscription-based service I can think of. I'll stack it up against fucking Discovery Plus or whatever horse shit they're peddling over there any day of the week. Thank you for listening, guys. The good Lord is willing to the creeks don't rise. We'll meet you on Monday for a brand new episode of the Chad Duke Show. And as I always say, times are hard and friends are few. Ta-da! To fucking you! And roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Times are hard and friends are few. Ta-da! To fucking you!